Good morning. You are tuned in to The Morning Show with Cody Joseph and Jeff Harmatz. Good morning. And we had a, we've been talking a lot about it. You're, you're probably, uh, I'm sorry, you're going to have to hear about it. Probably most of the week. Yeah, well, there's a lot to talk about. A lot of fun stuff. It's, I mean, you don't need to apologize for telling people about our fun stuff that we did. Oh, what if you're like, oh, I don't care? Well, people hopefully will care. It's interesting stuff that happened. Yeah, I thought it was very interesting. We, I, I was kind of trying to explain it to my wife because she's like, oh, well, all the pictures I saw of you were like you guys in bars eating food and mm-hmm. having beers and i try to tell her, i was like well those are the only pictures that were interesting like it was though okay well except for the picture of the back of our heads so we were doing the we went to chicago for a radio conference on uh thursday and friday of last week that's why gary and sparky were sitting in for us thanks again to gary thanks and to sparky and to sparky uh you got we were talking last hour you got sparky a, a gift of a shirt that says sparky did you get gary a gift of a shirt that says gary on it i didn't maybe we'll have to get gary a gary shirt uh, you know, they sell those in Indiana. <laughs> uh, so we were at the conference and Gary received a newsletter from the conference and it was a big picture of the back of our heads. I mean, that wasn't the focus. That wasn't the focus. <laughs> yes. It was a picture of the people in the audience looking at a seminar about radio. And while we were at the seminar, uh, we got a text from Robert saying, I see you, I'm behind you. And there was a photo of the back of both of our heads looking up at the screen. We were in the audience of the seminar. We were there. Yes. We were the, but yeah, that's why I told my wife. I said, well, the you know the, the seminar pictures aren't really that exciting. No. But so it was kind of weird because it was like a work trip. Mm-hmm. We went to almost all of the panels. Mm-hmm. There's only like a couple that we didn't go to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, you know, the panels go to like five and mm-hmm. you're in Chicago. So there was lots of like mixers going on. We walked around a little bit. Saw the famous Shy town That's definitely what they call it there. Saw the bean. Saw the bean. Some other stuff. Let's get back to that. Okay. Because you had something else that's a little more time-sensitive. A little more time-sensitive. That you wanted to discuss. Yes. And I've been you've been asking me about it all morning long, and I've been saying, I'll tell you about it on air, because it's interesting. The Bulls. The Bulls. Now, I knew about this because I actually saw Lee mm-hmm. posted something, posted a very funny video of him reading A Cruising Critter uh-huh. about... The two bulls that are missing. Okay. So apparently, I, I didn't tune in for the cruising critters. I didn't see Lee's post on Instagram. Um, but I came in to work on some of the news for today, yesterday. After our trip, we came back Saturday. So I came in yesterday to do some work. If, here at the radio station, we do cruising critters at 10.30 and 2.30. Yeah, uh, pretty much every day. Every single day. And I was in at about 10... I got in at 10 yesterday. And at around 10.25, we got a phone call. And... I answered the phone. Uh, Kim was on the air. She was about to do Cruising Critters. Sometimes people call on the Cruising Critters at the last minute. So I try. If I'm around and I can help out and answer a phone right before 1030, right before 230, I will. Um, try to get them in a little earlier. It's more helpful if we have them earlier, uh, not just right at 1029. You can also submit them online. Yeah. C1077FM.com. So somebody called in and said, nobody's talking about the bulls that are running around on the Sunfair Dry Lake bed. And this was the first I had heard about it. So I said, what in the entire world? Honestly, at first I thought she said two fools. Like two people acting foolish, causing a ruckus. And you were like, well, that's, that's Cody's at home, yeah. so they can't be <laughs> can't be talking about me and him. Yeah, <laughs> But no, she said it was bulls. And so she gave me the specific place where she saw them earlier in the morning. 
So Robert came in to work on the news with me as well. We were working on the news together, and I said, Robert, there's bulls out there. So we go try and track these bulls down. Let's go find the bulls. Yes. Now, all I thought we would do is maybe get a, a fuller description and maybe some photographs of the bulls. We could say where we saw them last, and that might be a news story. So me and Robert, we wrapped up what we needed to do yesterday and hopped into, I don't know what kind of car Robert drives, but it's, it's high off the ground. Can I say, Robert? Some people are weird about, uh, okay. He's got a Honda Element. Honda Element, which is higher up off the ground. My car is a small jalopy. It is a four-door sedan that's very low to the ground. I won't even take my car to Section 6. One time I drove up to Section 6 and I was like, this is too bumpy for me. I got to turn around. I'm going to get stuck. Which is, that's like not even part of the park. That's here in Joshua. Tree. Yeah. It's like not part of the park. There's like some trails and stuff there. Yeah, so. but it's it's you have to off-road it. I try not to take my car off-road because I've gotten stuck driving in town. Not off-roading my mouth. Not even trying to do anything. Not even trying to do anything. Just trying to drive home from town. I've gotten stuck. So my car is very low to the ground. So Robert and I went out there looking for the bulls on the dry lake bed. Did you find them? We did not see them. We stopped and chatted with some of the folks camping out in the dry lake bed. But have you seen the bulls? People said, yes, we have seen the bulls. And we even got descriptions from people about the bulls. Was they like full? Did they have like, did they, did they have like big horns? I believe they've got the big horns. Uh, somebody was saying that they look like a very particular breed of bulls. I think he described them as Irish bulls, but they're not a generic bull. He says they look like a very specific type of breed of bull. Uh, I do not know enough about livestock. Neither do I. To tell you. I know, the only thing I know about bulls is if you see one heading towards you, you should run. Yeah. Um, they're big. Yeah. Scary. Very scary. Delicious. So we would, like, we would drive around on the lake bed, we talked to some people, and we would stop it, just look out and see if we could see any clouds of dust. We saw some items. Uh, Robert used his long lens to take photographs of things to like as like a scope or as a telescope. On like uh, an actual camera? Like on an actual okay. camera. He has a proper camera, so we would like scope out stuff. And unfortunately, we did not find any bulls yesterday. Well, there's always tomorrow. But I would say that if you are in the by camping by the, or live by the Sunfire Dry Lake bed, keep an eye out for the bulls. If you see them, let us know. We maybe me and Robert will get back out there tomorrow, so or today to find the bulls. Hopefully, they get returned safe and sound. Maybe they're already they, back. They might be. Well, people were saying they were seeing them yesterday. Yesterday, we just, still. We just didn't see them uh, yesterday afternoon. Well, I mean, it's been a whole day though. It has been a whole day. I'm hoping that they get rescued and get back to where they belong. I want to hear more about these bulls. So we're going to keep we're going to keep an eye on the bulls. Yes, consider this a more in-depth cruise and critters which didn't quite make the news for today. There, but there's two bulls on the loose. But we were going to talk there's a couple of very funny things that I wanted to talk about. We got okay. a whole lot of Chicago related content. Mm -hmm. We'll get into it with like some food news tomorrow, some of the stuff we ate, but right now it's a little bit of a travel update. Okay. So very funny things. So first off, I, uh, one theme that I found while we were traveling around is that when you have kids, you get very used to like having to over plan everything. Mm -hmm. So on our way down to the airport, we were dropped off and, and picked up by two different people. Mm -hmm. So I had had it all planned out. They say you need to get to your flight two hours ahead of time. Two hours. For a domestic flight. Mm -hmm. Now I thought right off the bat that we... Probably we're going to be a little early and probably didn't need... Two know. full hours. I had never been to Palm Springs Airport before. I, yeah, so I, but I'm like, you know, I'd rather be safe than sorry. So mm -hmm. we got there at 2 o'clock, got into the airport and to the terminal by 2.05. Mm -hmm. So we were there like super... Too early. Super, super... Way too early. Mm -hmm. So as we... But as we were going through the security there, it was kind of interesting. First off... 
the security that we went through in Palm Springs and the security that we went through in Chicago, which is a much bigger airport, totally was different. a lot different. Yeah, I thought they had kind of standardized that. TSA but... is a federal organization, yet it varies from state to state, airport to airport. It's always you never know what you're going to get at the, with the TSA. And so I believe we have mentioned before that because you've actually showed me your air, your driver's license live on the air before. Jeff uh, in his driver's license looks a lot different than Jeff right now. Mm-hmm. What's the term you would use to describe it? I, people can make comparisons to that I look like Charles Manson in my driver's license picture. It's, it's Famous it's, serial killer Charles Manson. It's very Manson-esque. Uh-huh. And so as we're going through the TSA... Well, I, I, have, I have very long hair. I have a big, wild, bushy beard. And I'm giving the, I'm giving the look. The crazy eyes, as mm-hmm. they call it. Oh, you're not supposed to say crazy, right? No. I'm, I don't know. I'm giving the wild... I'm wild-eyed and uh, bushy-bearded. So we're actually going through the airport. I go through first. And then behind me, I hear the TSA agent say to Jeff... Okay, now do the eyes. <laughs> and I immediately just started cracking up <laughs> because I was like, oh, they saw the wild eyes. Is that a good way? Yeah, of- wild eyes. They saw the wild eyes and wanted you to do the wild eyes to prove that was, in fact, you. Yes. I think that the TSA person could tell it was me, even though I do look very different now than I do look at my driver's license. I think the TSA agent was just funning me. I think he was just having a little bit of fun. <laughs> now do the eyes. Now do And I did the eyes. Did I do the eyes? You saw me do the eyes? I looked back and saw you do the eyes. Yes. I mean, I see you do the <laughs> eyes all the time. Every time I try to take a picture of you, uh-huh. you do the eyes. I'm just opening my eyes wide. It's not my fault if it suggests bad things about my mental health. And then they make us go through, they make us take our shoes off. We didn't have to take our shoes off coming home in Chicago. Which is a much bigger airport. Much bigger airport. You'd think they'd be much more concerned about your shoes there. Yeah, but at Palm Springs, we had to take our shoes off. Uh, we've and, talked about... And how, then we had to go through the full body scanner, mm-hmm. oh, which they didn't make us do at Chicago. They didn't... Yeah, we did the full body scan. I mean, it seems like TSA had a lot more time on their hands at the Palm Springs airport. A little less busy. It didn't take us very long to go through no, the airport. No, super quick. So then also... Yeah, so that was kind of interesting. And so you the, take then, off... Go yeah, you take off your shoes. And so I'm standing there at the body scan, and my stuff's going through the conveyor belt, so I pop over, and the guy says, Excuse me, sir, I need to pat down your ankle. Well, I, first off, you're skipping. That your shoe fell off. Well, I thought I forget the order of operations. I, I was watching. The shoe comes out and it gets just absorbed into the conveyor belt on the machine and gets. So the TSA, the TSA ruined my shoe. I have one pair of shoes. I'm down to one. My boots. I blew out my boots, so I'm down to one pair. They're suede Converse. I'll Can you pull. file a? Yeah, they're all beat up now. Can you file a claim with the federal government for destroying your shoes? Well, so they, they came out of the box. You put your items in the tub at TSA, right? Mm-hmm. And somehow my shoe, one shoe popped out of the tub and got caught between the two conveyor belts and got stuck. And it was jamming up all the conveyor belts. So nobody else's stuff was going through because the conveyor belt was just, you know, stuck squeezing my shoe. shoe. Squeezing and mangling my shoe. My shoe got mangled. And so the guy pulled it out and handed it back to me. And the shoe was filthy. Very gross. It was covered in black goop, gunk, soot. I don't know what you would call it. It was some kind of, maybe it was conveyor belt grease, the famous substance that we all know and know how to get out of our clothes. So who do we, but who do we call to get the, I mean, do we have to call Joseph Biden? I don't know. I mean, know. he's kind of like the buck charge with him, right? And uh, he's probably got other things to deal with that are not my one, my one shoe. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, I got to replace the pole pair. All right, Cody, I'm going to level with you. Uh-huh. You kept calling my shoe, oh, that shoe's so mangled. I got most of the, the suit out, and you were just being mean about my shoes all weekend. He said, that shoe looks so mangled, but it was like, it just got sooty. It didn't get too mangled. 
I would just make it funnier shoes. And you're just saying those shoes look beat up, and I'm like, no, that's just how they look. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, you know, I guess a little gift of the magi here. I didn't really think they looked that bad. <laughs> I was just trying to support you in your pursuit to get your shoes replaced by the federal government. Now, I, so we did have enough time at the airport. I could have, I could have made a federal case out of it. You could have <laughs> filed the paperwork. Is uh, that the shoe? This is the shoe. There's like a little suit still on here. Slight scuff. Slight scoof from the conveyor belt grease, but I got most of it out. I just think my shoes are pretty beat up because they're the only pair I've got right now. So I'm sorry. That's okay. It's all right. I decided to go on vacation with white shoes, and <laughs> they are already like looking very different than they were when I bought them. That's as is the way with white sneakers. But my wife bought some of that fancy, the Kiwi, the little white, the white shoe paste okay. that you use to clean up your white shoes. How so are like, they looking now? Are you wearing your white shoes? Yeah. Are Here, they, you want to make fun of my beat up shoes? Are they cleaned up or are they still beat up? No, they're a little dirty. They look I mean, pretty clean. Bad. It's The shoelaces are getting very dirty. Shoelaces can be easily replaced. And washed. Yeah. We'll have a little bit more later.